my name is Dennis Lendrum Jr. and uh, uh, the family have had a, an association with the RNLI lifeboat station uh, actually at West Hartlepool uh, or Hartlepool as it is for uh, some years and, and my father his ashes were spread at sea from the RNLI lifeboat at Hartlepool. So we decided that we would um, sign up with the RNLI Launch a Memory Scheme and uh, have, have Pop's name actually on the side of the RNLI lifeboat at Whitby. Um, it seemed like a really good way of, of uh, celebrating his life uh, and uh, something that he would have loved. He started off working in the, uh, the local steelworks and the iron foundry and then when he came out of the, um, uh, the Navy, um, he joined the Navy as a young man. He uh, uh, worked as a, an ambulance man for uh, most of his life and really enjoyed that. He enjoyed telling us stories. So he would tell us stories about um, his war years and uh, they were stories full of daring do. Uh, come Remembrance Day, he was always much more uh, uh, somber and solemn, and he would use that time to uh, remember his uh, friends, friends that he'd lost while, while uh, serving in the Navy. His first uh, journey uh, was from uh, Greenock to uh, Malta in a ship, HMS uh, Cleopatra. And uh, I think that must have been a scary thing as, a, as an 18-year-old. They apparently um, had uh, a lot of um, airplane attacks through the Bay of Biscay and then round to uh, Gibraltar and then on to uh, Malta and uh, he uh, ended up being hospitalized in Alexandria uh, where he joined uh, his ill-fated ship the, uh, the HMS Medway upon his uh, discharge from the hospital. The, one of the things he was asked to do was to uh, he was paid a certain allowance each day, and he would actually be spend time uh, moving around the cafes in Alexandria, trying to pick up information. In in the process of doing that, he got to uh, know his friends uh, Jack and uh, Jock. The incident that I really remember is that his story about being uh, uh, the the sinking of HMS Medway. So that was thirtieth of May, nineteen forty two, and uh, he was in his bunk. He shared the area with uh, John and Jack, his two friends. Uh, my dad had to uh, go to the head uh, to uh, go to the loo. And uh, he was on his way up there when the ship was struck by two torpedoes. Um, he remembers uh, actually uh, walking out onto the deck and then scrambling to the side. The, uh, the ship keeled over quite quickly. And, and then walking down the side of the, uh, the ship and jumping into the water along with um, lots of the, um, the other crew. He tread water for uh, around about half an hour before he was picked up by uh, an accompanying destroyer, HMS Thulu. And it wasn't until he got back to Alexandria that he discovered that his two friends, Jack and Jock, had both died. So they were uh, both drowned and their bodies weren't recovered. I think his uh, friendship with Jack and Jock he, he never forgot about it. He would remember it each Remembrance Day. He made sure that all of, um, all of the, uh, the family knew about the, uh, the story. And uh, even right up until his uh, death. So he died in 2003. Uh, so um, uh, this is the uh, 20th anniversary of his uh, death. And also, as it happens, his 100th birthday. 
I think that they were young men, uh, completely at sea, uh, literally. For my dad, he was 18, he'd never experienced anything like it. He'd just gone through a, a terrifying experience, uh, at the end of which he'd been injured and uh, been made very aware of his own mortality. So uh, he was a very stoic character. So uh, he died of multiple cancers in 2003. He died quite quickly and, and we discovered afterwards uh, that he'd actually uh, kept his illness to himself and, and uh, he, didn't, he didn't actually share that with any of the family. Um, but but um, in the immediate, um, uh, the, the Christmas before he died, he um, uh, was visiting my, uh, 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 my sister in Aberdeen. It wasn't until afterwards that she realised what he was trying to say, but he told her that it, he would be joining Jack and Jock again pretty soon. So I, th I think it was very much on his mind, uh, even uh, right up until the very end. This year was a special year because it was my dad's 100th birthday coming up. The family wanted to do something special. And uh, out of the blue, we saw the, the RNLI uh, appeal to launch a, a lifeboat. And the, uh, this is the, uh, the, the uh, Whitby appeal. And it just like, seemed like a, a perfect opportunity to uh, celebrate his life, really. When my dad died, one of the things that he was very clear about was that he wanted his ashes to be, be spread at sea. So he wanted to be returned to the sea. Um, and uh, the, the RNLI boat in Hartlepool, where, it, where he lived, very kindly um, uh, took us out uh, to the Longscar life boy. And um, we scattered his ashes there. So when the, and Whitby, we had a close association with Whitby um, as a family. So we, we would visit Whitby as uh, kids. And it was a place he loved. Um, and so uh, it just seemed like everything had kind of come together, really. So it seemed like a really good way to, um, to celebrate his life. And, and, uh, and we were thrilled to be able to, uh, to do it. I think um, having done that, we thought again about the, the story of his two friends, John and Jack, and it seemed that, that it was appropriate that we celebrate their lives too. And, and we were conscious that he wanted to be uh, back at sea again with, with um, his two friends. It just seemed such a good opportunity to um, uh, celebrate their lives as well. Kind of, kind of late in the day, we added um, uh, Jack and Jock to the uh, the the, uh, the number on the other uh, side of the uh, the boat. The whole family just um, had a, a feeling of a kind of completeness about the whole thing that we were able to uh, do this for the uh, the three friends. My dad would be completely over the moon to learn that the three of them were reunited, that they were riding the waves once again, and that they were doing something useful in the process. My dad was the lucky one. He was the one who was fished out of the, the water, who was rescued by uh, HMS uh, Zulu. And, and to think of that uh, tradition continuing with the, with the crew being able to save uh, people, um, is, I think would have been really important to him. It would have meant the world. Hello, this is Ruth Jones. You've been listening to the RNLI's 200 Voices Collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org slash 200 Voices or subscribe to RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. 
200 Voices is produced for the RNLI by Adventurous Audio Limited. <laughs>